The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO coach, Jillian Music. And welcome to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music, founding president at SEO Moz and your CEO coach. I'm here today with Susan Siegel, who is the CEO of the WTIA. What does that stand for, Susan? Well, it stands for the Washington Technology Industry Association. Thanks and welcome. So today we're going to talk a little bit about what the WTIA is, how it got put together, what it is you do down there, and what entrepreneurs should know. All right. Well, I'm happy to talk about this. It's my favorite topic, obviously. So we are the State of Washington's Technology Industry Association. We serve some 800 member technology companies in the state, represents about 100,000 tech workers in the state of Washington. We've been in business 28 years. We're a nonprofit. We're totally privately funded between membership and sponsorship. And we serve everybody in the food chain, if you will, in the tech sector. So everything from size of companies, the two guys in the garage, all the way to the behemoths like Microsoft, Isilon, Google, and so forth. So how do you serve them? What services are there? Yeah, so we try to do value delivery by size of company. So if you go down to the the earliest companies, which can be as small as as two people, we provide uh, access to health care benefits. So these companies really have a tough time competing when they're trying to hire from the same pool as Microsoft and Facebook and Amazon. And you can imagine that benefit packages are hugely important. So one of the things that we do is we offer a health care package that is actually as good as anything that you can get at Microsoft or one of the larger companies. So that makes an early stage company more competitive. That's amazing. It is. It's pretty amazing. And the state of Washington is fairly unique. They're called association health plans. You cannot create one everywhere. And so we have had ours for probably 15 years um, and you, they, you cannot create one anymore. So this is a service we provide to early stage companies. It's really, really important. We probably have some 300 companies that are inside of our plan. Covers about 3,000 what we call belly buttons, if you mm-hmm. will, or lives. So really important starting place for a company to be able to compete. Um, again, for the early stage folks, we have a lot of affiliations that we work through with other organizations that are all about early stage, whether that be... So hang on, I want to check with you. You were saying um, a company is as large as two people. Mm -hmm. So a sole proprietor cannot be a member of this health care plan, for example. Correct. Okay, but a sole prop with one employee even makes two total. They can do that. As long as they're an LLC or some form of of Mm -hmm. organization. And they must be involved in technology. Correct. Okay. Or, or 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 closely servicing the technology sector. Okay, so 
yeah, somebody who would be servicing that as well. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on. What other kinds of things does the WTIA offer entrepreneurs? So, okay, so we offer entrepreneurs a number of things. So obviously we are a great place to network. What we tell the ecosystem that we do, and I think we do it quite well, is we are the mega connector for tech in the state of Washington. So we have a number of programs that actually services early stage entrepreneurs in a way that would be, that's very beneficial. I'll give you an example of that. We have a program called Tech Connect. And what Tech Connect does, it is the WTIA being an intermediary between a global enterprise. And we then receive, the global enterprise will give us specs of technologies they are looking for in the marketplace, actually solutions that they either have not found and just, or decided not to build and they need these things to, for product development uh, and so forth. So they give us the specs. We put out a two-month running advertisement for companies to apply. We take applications. We get as many as 100 applications. And then we work directly with the buying executives in the global enterprise. So this is the key. It's not just a community favor or a nice thing to be doing. If we don't believe that we are actually working with the people that have the buying power, then we don't do that particular enterprise. So what happens is we take all the applications, the executives we work with at the global enterprise level actually vet the companies and they basically pick six to seven that they want to talk to. And then we do an all day long beauty pageant, if you will. We orchestrate one company pitch after another. And from that, the buying uh, executives in the global enterprise decide if they want to make any of these companies a vendor. So we launched this program early this year for the first time, and we did it with HTC. And they what actually. What does HTC stand for? Well, HTC is the global handset manufacturer. That okay. is the name of the company. So they're one of the most, um, you know, they're uh, they're one of the top. Handset okay. manufacturers See, so in the world. You can tell I'm not into it's hardware. Okay. It's so okay. So they, they manufacture the handset itself that exactly. everybody else exactly. Oh, okay. Right. Got and it. They Look sell at that. carriers and, okay. and they're uh, they're an amazing they're an mm -hmm. amazing global firm and they've got their corporate uh, America's headquarters in East Bellevue. Okay. So they signed up to be the first global enterprise to do this with us, and it was an amazing experience. So we ended up. I think it was on the 10th of January. We had the first six companies come through. We sat in a conference room at their offices, and they had flown in their buying executives from Taiwan. It's a Taiwanese-based company uh, from Taiwan, from North Carolina. Probably had five, at least five HTC executives in the room, and um, the um, the the aftermath of that is that two of the six companies are actually in discussions to become vendors. So the the point of all of that is that we facilitate something that an early stage company really would find it that's a two year sales cycle you mm -hmm. if you're an early stage company with four or five people the difficulty of getting inside a global enterprise and being actually in front of a of an authorized buyer would take you a very very long time so it benefits the enterprise because they want to short circuit their process too it benefits the early stage folks, and it really benefits, again, 
the WTIA to be able to, you know, say, you know, with a lot of confidence that we connect people across the ecosystem from the small to the large. Makes good sense. It seems it's also beneficial to the uh, the entrepreneur in knowing exactly what it is that enterprise company exactly. wants instead of trying to figure He's it res- out. They're responding right. to specs. Right. Yeah. Excellent. So now you also have a number of events that go on. Right. Tell us about some of those okay. before we take our break. Oh, my goodness. So we do around, between 60 and 70 events a year. Whoa. We do 10 of those that are probably what we call signature events. So they're very large productions. They can draw anywhere from 500 to 800 people. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be around awards recognition. SEO Moz just mm-hmm. won in March um, one of our big awards in the category of best uh, commercial product of the That's year. That's right. We've got that star yeah. shining back in and the back room exactly. here. Exactly. <laughs> we're we yeah, yeah. we were happy mm-hmm. to to see that. That was so, cool. Yeah. So and then we do a number of um, smaller events around what we call community groups. So this is another place where uh, people make connections, whether you're a small firm or a large firm. Uh, these community groups are split fifty fifty between executive peer-to-peer kind of safe places to show up without uh, worrying about um, anybody other than your peers being there. And then the other half of them are open community groups around functionalities like HR, finance, IT security, and so forth. So there are places for people to learn because the programming is based around very competent, very seasoned speakers in the sector or in the area. They're also a great place to get connected with others. Um, so, you know, we there's a number of ways we come at how do how do you get people connected? And it's not just the people in the tech sector. We're also connecting all of the legislators, all of the educators, anybody that's trying to reach the tech sector in Washington, which. Um, you know, I think it's pretty well known that we're one of the leading innovation hubs in the country. Forty-three percent of the employment base here is, is either directly or indirectly based on tech. Boy, that's an amazing number. All right, we're going to take a break here at CEO Coach, and when we come back, let's talk about some of your counterparts around the world and around the nation, of course. Okay. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach with Susan Siegel from the WTIA. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO coach right after this. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. In 500 yards, C-P-A Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. 
Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at cpaway.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. WebmasterRadio.fm, the addiction that's good for you. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back. This is Jillian Music. I'm CEO coach here at webmasterradio.fm. I'm here with Susan Siegel, the CEO of the WTIA, a nonprofit organization in Washington State that serves the entrepreneurial folks in technology. Welcome back, Susan. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about your colleagues out there. What other okay. such similar organizations exist either in other states around the country or other countries around the world? That is a great question because I think uh, that people don't broadly know this, but the tech, the tech industry across the, uh, the world actually is, as we know, one of the, if not the leading in industry in innovation. And this is where all of the global competition really is occurring, is around technology. So there are um, most states, in, in the U.S. anyway, and in and, and Canada and Mexico as well, all over the world, have tech trade associations. The WTIA actually is one of the oldest and largest tech trade associations in North America. And we belong to, if you will, a tech trade association for tech trade associations. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and is there one for those guys? <laughs> yeah, and we, we actually have a leadership role in that, but it's called TECNA, and it stands for the Technology Councils of North America. It covers all of Canada, covers Mexico, covers uh, certainly the U.S. And there's probably 45 or 50 member companies inside of that and it's a great place to 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 share best practices it's really kind of industry focused on how do you really serve your region's tech sector um and there's there's a lot of uh interaction with that organization and global tech trade associations for example there's an organization called brascom and it is the uh country of brazil's Technology Trade Association. So we have great relationships there, and it kind of goes on down the line. So there's, you know, we have a we have a, a relationship with the Finnish Tech Trade Association, and mm-hmm. pretty much, you know, Western Europe, Asia. We're affiliated with a lot of tech trade associations in China, in Shenzhen, mm-hmm. you know, Shanghai, Beijing. So yeah, the question mm-hmm. is great because. It, it ain't going on just here, you know, it's <laughs> pretty, right. much, it's pretty right. much everywhere. So yeah. do we have counterparts in India as well? 
We do, and I actually don't know their names uh, specifically or have specific relationships, but they're, yes, the answer to that is yes. Well, I'll help you get a hold of those yeah. guys because I think that's a An very exciting market. Jillian would be fantastic. <laughs> All right. Well, next time I'm there, absolutely. I go there quite frequently, actually, and I think it's one of the most exciting uh, technology centers in the world. Really? They are, Certainly. Yeah, I, I keep saying the same thing. It's 1.2 billion people of which only about 18% are enfranchised yet and already the world's largest market in so many sectors. Uh, they're adopting mobile technology at the rate of 1.2 million new accounts per month. This is not you decided to trade out your provider or you decided to trade up your phone. This is new cell yeah. service. And, yes, and I have seen uh, men walking behind plows built, I'm sure, by their great, 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 great grandfathers behind the ox in the mud and the muck talking on their cell phones. Oh, yes. So it's an exciting market. Uh, Hyderabad, Bangalore, Mumbai, Delhi, and so on. Very exciting sectors. Chennai coming up as well. And um, again, it's the world's largest democracy on the planet, right? And if you look carefully at that sector of the globe, they're the only democracy there. So I would say it's time for us to support yeah. everything that goes on and bring them up to speed as fast as possible. Well, any introductions, <laughs> I would certainly take them. That's great. Absolutely. So exciting places to be, and, and we'll see how we can hook that up. So as you have all of these global colleagues in uh, the same idea and so on, at some point you, uh, or in some level, you compete with them, but at some level you also cooperate to build the entire industry of exactly. technology. Yeah. How does that work? What, what do you do uh, mindfully as a CEO here? Uh, again, really, really astute questions. So for the most part, I would say the bulk of the interactions are collaborative. The, mm -hmm. Where the competition is really heating up, and this is not just in the state of Washington, this is probably the number one pain point for technologies, certainly in North America and maybe globally, is the big spread between the supply and the demand of uh, qualified technology workers. Yes. So there is not a innovation hub that I know of anywhere, especially uh, in North America, that can satisfy the demand. So where it becomes competitive is if you are showing up in your neighbor state uh, in their innovation hub and you are trying to draw away their top student technology talent mm -hmm. or their existing working mm -hmm. talent. That is what becomes a little touchy. Everything else, copying events, drafting off public policy issues, none of that is competitive. That is, you know, open the kimono, share all your secrets, mm -hmm. share your best practices. But this workforce development thing is yeah, a painful, painful yes. uh, spot for the tech sector. So. Is talking about getting enough people who are qualified to work in technology around the world, that is a pain point for every entrepreneur listening to this show. Um, I know that you've been working a little bit with the state of Washington, for example, talking about the fact, I think that they graduated, what was it, 182 engineers, tech engineers last year, the same number they graduated in, 100, uh, was it 19, yes, 1982 or something. The bottom line is that leaves us as 
technology company, certainly here at Moz, we would say, it leaves me with about 18 or 19 folks to choose from. And the response from the government is always, well, all of this fine quality central swath of whatever, I'm saying, well, no, eight people will hire A people <laughs> because they can't stand it otherwise, and B people will hire C because they can't take the competition, and the C will hire the D because they can't and, take and the competition. And pretty soon you and don't have a competitive company That's right. Anymore, you, so. Your competitive edge and your esprit de corps right. go to hell. Yeah. So it's critically important that we work with government to say those students must be graduated because here in Washington, the message I know from all of the technology entrepreneurs I speak to, to our government is, it's great, we've got a really burgeoning you know, tech sector here, but it's not your children getting the jobs. That is correct. So, you know, this is a, um, this is a long-term fix, right? So because it really goes back all the way through K-12 K through 12 public oh, yes. education and getting students interested in STEM degrees, so science, technology, engineering, and math degrees, and also, you know, actually having the foundational quality education that can teach that. So none of these, um, none of the, the solutions for this is, are going to happen overnight. Part of it is immigration law at the federal level, so not, not being much more liberal about uh, tech talent students that come here to get educated. So does the T WTIA and perhaps your colleagues as well in other states, do you folks get involved with that kind of lobbying, if you oh, will, to absolutely. change those? Oh, oh. How does so, that work? So we have a full-time vice president of government affairs who is a, a lobbyist. He's been on board 11 years. He's phenomenal. His name is Lou McMurrin, and he is uh, probably one of the key voices for the tech sector in Olympia, our, so our state capital for sure. We um, have affiliations with other organizations that do lobbying for the tech sector on the national mm -hmm. level, so organizations like CompTIA, Tech America, TechNet, and so forth. So there is quite a bit of industry lobbying that goes on, but I will say this, I think for Washington anyway, and I can't speak for other states necessarily, um, this is this is a, a, a relatively new focus. The tech sector has been unregulated, so if you're not subject to regulations, you're not paying as much attention to policy. You're out building companies. So, you know, mm -hmm. you could say still it's a nascent type industry. It's only yes. 30, 40 years old. So a lot of other industries have been on the lobbying game 150 years. They're funded. They get it. Um, and this is, I think, tech leadership in this state um, is starting to understand that there's, there's actually no, um, no way we cannot engage in the policy uh, front of things. And I think one of the silver linings out of the recession, I, the Great Recession I've seen, is in, since 2008, I don't think I've ever seen more collaboration. I think what's happened is as we have been set back as a country financially and we have really begun to woken up to wait we have awakened <laughs> yes that's true that's the word you know to the, the to the pressures that are coming on us globally from from everywhere to be innovators to um to lead the world in technology we are becoming more collaborative. So I see this even across states where I think it used to be, you know, one company competing wickedly with another or one state competing wickedly with another. And let's be real. I mean, there's always going to be competition and that's sure. what staying alive is about. But I think there's a there's a bigger desire now to figure out how do we work together, even with the public-private sector 
kind of combining around how are we going to stay competitive. And you're not going to be able to do that if your legislators don't get how important tech is to our position in the world. That's just the bottom line. Okay, so we're going to take another break here. Uh, We're going to be right back here at CEO Coach with Susan Siegel from the WTIA. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries into the 16th Annual International Web Award Competition. Independent judges from around the world recognize the best websites from nearly 100 industries. Web Awards winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Awards site. You can't win if you don't enter. Sign up now at www.webaward.org. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa. You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language. Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back. This is the final segment of uh, CEO Coach. We're talking about technology organizations, how they support entrepreneurs, and what they look like both in the state of Washington, in the nation, and then around the world. So uh, you've been talking a little bit about the lobbying efforts you've done, Mm -hmm. and you're talking a bit about education. It's definitely a long-term fix here. It's going to take quite some time. What would you say to the entrepreneurs out there kind of as the the biggest tip that they can get from perhaps their own organizations? What should they be looking for, and how can they encourage their own organizations to step up to the plate for whatever they need? Yeah, that's a great question because, as we all know, entrepreneurs are 24-7, 90 hours a week, heads Mm -hmm. down. But I think that 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 still the point is is that you you want to be taking advantage of what what is out there available to you. So one of the things that I'd like to brag about in the state of Washington is the fact that we have one of the most robust, angel, organized angel uh, communities and choices probably in the country. We have some seven or more 
yeah. organizations that do uh, very sophisticated angel investing with paid executive directors. So entrepreneurs need to, to really tap into what these organizations are doing. So there's organizations like the Northwest Entrepreneurs Network that does programming for very, very early stage companies. It could be literally the guy with the idea, the technologist who's never run a business, really doesn't understand financing, um, you know, go-to-market strategies, a lot of the fundamentals around starting a company, but they're very smart and they've got a great idea. So there's just lots of access to programming. And I could go on and on about that. There's... Um, you know, there's Surf Incubator, there is Startup City, um, it, it, Alliance of Angels, which I've mentioned before. But we're really rich here in organizations that are serving the early, early stage entrepreneurs. And I would say tapping into that is an important, you know, asset that is available uh, for the most part on a no-charge basis to these folks. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So look for that in your own state and in your own country. Find out where those organizations exist right. and how they can get you connected with these angel funding uh, groups as well as those who can teach you the role of business. Right. Fantastic. And so we do, okay. the WTIA does a lot of um, partnering with these organizations, but we also have a number of things that we are doing ourselves. For instance, we have just done an office uh, revamp because we want to create space for two or three entrepreneurs to join us and that would be at a very significant uh, discount so there's a little bit of an ad going on here so so wait a minute that's a wonderful advertisement yeah. here so those of you listening in Washington State you're saying the WTIA is essentially setting up an incubator inside I, I, its own yes, space I actually probably wow. would not yet go to the point of calling it an incubator but it is definitely full service office space that could house probably two to three companies at a time and the, the thing that's really important to understand about what we do is everything we do is is a nonprofit based view of the world because we are here our mission is to help Washington technology companies prosper and we do that in a number of ways so we you know we're constantly coming up with innovative ideas to service not only you know to service the whole food chain really so that's an initiative that we've just started we also have a program going on right now called feed the seeds mm. which i love and that is a um it is a campaign to offer brand new companies um free and uh, significantly discounted memberships in the WTIA depending on how long you've been in business and the number of employees you have so i would just say if uh if that if you fit in one of those categories and you're a relatively new company, you need to connect with the WTIA, one of our membership folks, which you can find uh, online, and have them tell you about the Feed the Seeds program. Pretty exciting. So as we wrap up, tell folks how they can reach you if they've got more questions. Okay. You can reach me. My email address is ssigl at washingtontechnology.org. You can reach us uh, through the website, so that's WashingtonTechnology.org. Um, and we're, 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 you know, what we do is we make connections for people. So if you think that you want to get connected to the tech sector in the state of Washington, come through the WTIA. All right. Thank you so much, Susan. It's been a pleasure to have you. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm and through iTunes. We'll be back next week with another edition of CEO Coach.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.